Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Dub, James, and Tyler. Welcome back into the Dynasty Happy Hour. We're here to talk about Week 7 Review. Tyler, taking the week off, a well-deserved week off for our lovely redheaded friend. But I am here and back with James. And I say back because James's back is feeling better. And he is he is alive and well and ready to chop it up with me. James, what's going on? Well enough to come on the show. And believe me, Doug, when I say it's been the week from hell. And, and and I apologize for all of our listeners that could not hear my melodious voice last week on the pod. Um, yeah, I'm getting old, 40 years old, and your back goes out and you wind up on the bathroom floor. Um, not good, Bob. But um, yeah, I'm back. Um, uh, I don't know if it's like Reiki or um, chiropractic or whatever it is. It was magical. That took place in my body, and I am here. I am walking again. I drove for the first time uh, this week, so I, I think nice. everything's working. And right, I know my on. voice is working, so I'm ready for it for tonight. Right. Let's go. Well, I, I am glad that you are back and up and up and getting ready to jump back at it and feeling better. That is awesome. I've had back issues in the past, I know, as have you, and I know how much that absolutely sucks. So I'm glad to hear you are doing better. Um, before we get jump into it, we got some news, and then we're going to talk about week seven. Uh, I did want to say, like, thank you for tuning in. If you're watching us live on YouTube or Facebook, uh, any of those kind of avenues, first of all, thank you for viewing you our, lovely, our noses. Yeah, our lovely. Watch me chew the inside of my mouth, which is uh, <laughs> which is a thing that I do. Um, but yes, thank you. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Drop some comments in the chat. We look at it from time to time as we're potting. So if you have questions or anything like that, we'll address it. Uh, and we can do that live here in the chat for the podcast, which is always fun. And as always, make sure you leave a review on the Apple iTunes lovely store because that'll bump us up the rankings. Um, we are the coolest podcast that has happy hour in the title. So take that, <laughs> Matthew Berry. Um, you know, get on our level is what I'm saying. Uh, Sell out. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I, I want to talk about Underdog a little bit. They're sponsoring the podcast again this week. We love Underdog. It's my favorite way to play DFS. I love to do the pickums with the prop bets and the parlays. Uh, I did a couple today. I got not too, too close, but I didn't bet big money, and that's okay. But it puts extra fun. Like, I usually pick in games that I don't have, like, a lot of stake in for fantasy. And I'll look at our players that I don't roster, so I can kind of root for them. Uh, and do that. So that was fun today. I hit a couple, missed a few, and it's all good, but it's my favorite play, favorite way to play DFS. So go on underdog.com, download the app on the Google Play Store, the iTunes Store, and when you do that, you can use use code DHH. They'll match your deposit up to $100 instantly. It's free money for something that's super fun, and you know what? It gives you the opportunity to win some money because that's what it's about. Baseball season's still going with the playoffs. We're almost to the World Series. It's getting close. But it's getting NBA- hot down here near Philly, man. Oh, Everything's sure. like red hot. Yep. Those Philly fans are uh, fanatical. Oh, uh, we, yeah. We've got hockey just dropped the puck on the season. Basketball tips off this week. So if you're exhausted from the NFL, you can pivot to other sports. They have a little bit of everything. They also have golf on there as well. 
awesome, awesome things going on at Underdog. So once again, use code DHH and have your deposit up to $100 matched right away. All right, let's get into some player news. As we know, the trade deadline is coming up on Halloween. So it's either going to be tricks or treats for our fantasy teams. Hopefully more treats than tricks. But we all know that there's those players that get moved to a team and your team either overpaid for them, like when the Patriots gave the Niners or the Falcons a second-round pick from Mohamed Sanu years ago. Yeah, there's always one of those where it's a uh, where it's a, definitely a trick. But there's rumors out of New York that uh, the, the Jets might be trading Dalvin Cook before the October 31st deadline. James, this is this is uh, Dalvin is Cook it real? Dalvin it Cook doesn't, doesn't move the needle for me any way, shape, or form. I mean, he's Dalvin really, cooked, right? He's he's cooked. He did not look good. Yeah. Like I tried to get rid of him this week in a trade and I went to the Brees Hall owner and I said, hey, listen, I'm not looking for much. I'm competing. All right. I'm, I'm like number two, number three in the league. I've had Dalvin Cook. I've played that ride. I've rode him into the ground. Not looking for much. Yeah, Would you give me a fourth? OK, I think that's year? fair. like early to mid fourth he said i'm sorry i can't i can't do it dang he's like i can i can maybe a fifth maybe ouch i said how the mighty have fallen and davin cook's been one of my favorite football players to watch over the last handful of years so it's tough for me to be like yeah i think he's washed because in his opportunities he's had with the jets when Brees hall was out he didn't do anything and Brees hall looks uh good so there's no excuse for davin cook other than He's just lost this fastball. I, I, it doesn't matter where he gets traded. I don't think it's going to make a difference. He's no, not going to go anywhere so and see the ball 15 yeah. times a game. Where's so. he going to go? You know, uh, I don't see it happening. Arizona, maybe. I mean, he's For lucky what, he got one last payday. Yeah, I, I think he should just milk that until it's dry and then go do something else. 100%. So another player that is supposedly on the trading block is wide receiver Jerry Judy. Him and the Denver Broncos did get a win today, but he's openly referenced a possible trade this week. And now there's been rumors swirling around the Denver Broncos for weeks now. They're now, I believe, 2-5. and five, mm-hmm. Still not a great football team. Uh, there's rumors they're going to blow it up. So Cortland Sutton's been playing really well. Would not be surprised if they move on from Sutton, they move on from Judy, and just kind of go into the Marvin Mims and break it all down and start from scratch. Um, You know, that run game is starting to look really good, which is intriguing. We'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, Jerry Judy, it would be nice to see him go to a pass-happy team, like somewhere like the Chiefs could use someone like Jerry Judy. I know they they traded for McCole Hardman this week, which to me was like, I saw people picking him up in redraft leagues, and I'm like, what are you doing? He uh he had a nice run back and he did have a 33 yard catch this week. Um, welcome back, Nicole Hardman. Chiefs receivers, maybe Rasheed Rice you can trust. We'll talk about that. Nicole Softman. Yeah, he's not a hard man at all. No, <laughs> don't ask me how I know. Um, but yeah, that that didn't move the needle for me. I saw some people get excited. I'm like, why? I go, he wasn't. Sure. I'm like, he wasn't good when he was there. When they no. after they drafted him in the second that's round, that's why so they let like, him go. Well, like, why all why of a sudden like... do you think he's going to be fantasy relevant? Because Justin Watson got hurt or something? Like I, yeah. he entered free agency and stayed in free agency. Like there was Pretty no like much. real pickup. Like he he jumped on the Jets squad and they were like, all right, yeah, you're really not yeah. going to do anything here. Like maybe Jerry Judy to like the Carolina Panthers or something like that. They've been I, I've heard the rumors receiver. to that. How um, about this for a swap? You swap Jerry Judy straight up. Or with or a pick to the Panthers for Terrace Marshall, who's requested a trade. Now, 
Terrace Marshall had 10 targets one week and then none the next. There's obviously something going on there. Terrace Marshall has said, you know what? I want out. I personally have always liked Terrace Marshall. I love his. Wait, wait, wait. Was it the week? I'm sorry to cut you off. Was it the week that um, Bryce Young was out that he got all those targets? Oh. So here's what I would do. If I'm the Panthers, I trade for Jerry Judy and I send Terrace Marshall in a pick to the Broncos because do you know who Terrace Marshall reminds me of? Former Bronco, rest in peace, reminds me physically of Demarius Thomas a little bit. I still think there's juice in Terrace Marshall's game. He's shown flashes. He's just never been given a steady opportunity. It's always been in and out. Quarterbacks are changing in Carolina. There's no consistency. But with a guy like Russell Wilson, I would dig it very much if Terrace Marshall were to go somewhere where he's going to have an opportunity to see six, seven targets a game. And that would be beautiful. So let's make that trade happen. And if it happens, you heard it here first. So I don't know that it will, but I think it would be a super fun spot for Terrace Marshall to go to where he can immediately go to an offense that has opportunities, especially if they move on from Judy and Sutton. So I liked, I liked Marshall coming out of college. It it just didn't work out with the franchise. Yeah. I think the talent is there. The physicality is there. Mm -hmm. He was injured his rookie season. We really didn't get to see too much. And, and you're right. If he lands on a place where he has opportunity, like put him on Arizona, Arizona, where there's a big guy like him. Can For use sure. a big guy. You know, we saw how they used Greg Dorch last year, and you know, we don't really see that this year. They're they're getting a little skinny, skinny Michael Wilson on the outside. They can use somebody big to to re- I think Hollywood a wide Brown, receiver. I think three. Hollywood Brown's gonna be a free agent at the end of the year. Possibly. He's in the last year of his contract. Yep. Um, you know, and Jerry Judy, dude, Jerry Judy could wind up there too. You know, it's good yeah. to see. I love I love trade time. Yeah, trade time is fun because there's always those names that get moved. Supposedly, there's rumors from the Titans, too, that they, um, they're they not going to trade DeAndre Hopkins or Derrick Henry, but they've been listening to offers on Traylon Burks. So that would be fun. Keep an eye on that one. That means they're throwing the whole thing out. Yeah, I mean, they just drafted him last year. And I mean, another player who's flashed, he's been a little banged up here and there, but, you know, a lot of people like Traylon Burks. So he could be on the move, too. So that's a name to keep an eye out. Uh, that cover, kind of covers the news. I want to get into injuries. It was National Tight End Day. I don't know if you saw it maybe eight to 12 times on all the broadcasts that it was National Tight End Day, um, especially when a tight end scored a touchdown or when a tight end got hurt, which happened a lot this week. Oh, um, oh another tight end just scored today. Goddard just scored. Oh, Dallas Goddard. Getting in, getting into the... Getting it in for tight fun. end day. Yes, getting it in on tight end day. Uh, even Mike Kosicki scored on tight end day. It was wild. Um, so speaking of tight ends, uh, Pat Fryermuth. Back on the IR, well, on the IR for the first time. I think he wasn't on there before. No, he was um, not. Yeah, so he's he's on the IR for the next four games with a hamstring injury um, that he suffered. And the player that is back on the IR for real for reals is Greg Dolchich back on the IR for the second time with his hamstring injury. Um, it looks like a lost season for Greg Dolchich. Obviously, being on the IR twice means he's going to miss eight total games. Uh, I still like Dolchich for me. The, the buy window is open. I love his athleticism. I love that, you know, at least Russ is going to be there for the next year or two. And I think that um, Dolchich is pretty affordable right now. So he would be a tight end that I'm looking to go acquire uh, if I have the opportunity to do so. Two other tight ends got hurt today. Luke Musgrave um, hurt his ankle. He did not return. He was seen in a walking boot after the game. So never good. Great. Looks like probably if you're in a walking boot, I'm just going to say high ankle sprain. Hopefully nothing more than that. But if it is a high ankle sprain, we know that that's going to be a multiple week injury. And maybe that opens the door for Tucker Craft, their other 
um, drafted tight end or or Josiah Deguara, who they like. Or off Jaden and on. Reed. Or yes, please, Jaden Reed. Um, so keep an eye on Luke Musgrave. Still hasn't hasn't had his breakout opportunity. He was involved in the passing game pretty heavily today. Um, you know, they flashed into that game a lot and I saw Musgrave get, getting some targets and he looked pretty good. He took a huge hit, which I was like, oh boy, but he got right Ooh. up. So that was good to see. Um, and then Gerald Everett scored a touchdown against the Chiefs today. He injured his quad. He did not return. So if he misses time, it's pretty much Donald Parham and Trey McKitty is the other tight end there. So nothing too, too exciting. I know Parham's Parham is exciting. He's got some touchdowns, but he also got hurt in this game on a deep seam route. Um, he's been hurt since he's joined the league. Uh, he also has a, a a history of some pretty horrific concussions. So, um, yeah, that charger. Uh, I will talk about the Chargers later. I'm sure. Uh, other players that got hurt. There wasn't. It wasn't a huge injury week. Thank God, because I know there wasn't teams, a lot of teams playing. We had six well, yeah, teams on by. So. When we were setting lineups between the injuries and the bye weeks, it was pretty thin in some leagues. <laughs> yeah. um, but Deshaun Watson got hurt. He mm-hmm. banged his head. He went up tall. Banged his head. You could tell that he was probably. If not concussed, he might have been knocked out for a little bit. Um, he passed concussion protocols, did not go back into the game. P.J. Walker goes into the game. The Browns win two games in a row where P.J. Walker has been their quarterback. I don't know what's up with Deshaun Watson. He doesn't play when he's medically cleared with the shoulder. He's medically cleared with the head injury, does not go back in. I got offered Deshaun Watson in a trade this week. Mm-hmm. I cannot hit reject fast enough. A because the value wasn't there. <laughs> I don't want. I just traded my last roster ship of Deshaun Watson to Tyler, and I couldn't get out fast enough because the smoke is billowing. You know yeah. the fire is going to come up through the trees, and you're going to start to. There's something there. There's something going on there. Um, something Stefanski going on there. came out later after the game and said that. He'll start next week. <laughs> he wanted to protect his franchise quarterback. Um, he just came back from injury with the shoulder, which had been cleared like two weeks ago, FYI. And yeah. then, um, you know, he did get a little bump on the head. I don't think they're happy with what Deshaun Watson's giving them. I mean, they gave him $250 million guaranteed. And he's not playing like... He's not playing like a, a top quarterback. five quarterback. Like, when PJ Walker is playing games for you and you're winning and yeah. your franchise quarterback is getting hurt and not performing, like you could see that his arm wasn't right with the throws in that game early on. Um, yeah. It, I'm just saying I there's definitely something I there. The Colts played very well that game. They did. Uh there's definitely something there. I just want I'm out on Watson uh as a whole. So Yeah, that's yeah. and that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I've been uh, that way. Then, for a year and a half. Yeah. And then the biggest news today wasn't on an injury report. You put him in your starting lineup because the bye weeks make you thin. The injuries make you thin. The position Ugh. makes you thin. You start Bijan Robinson today and you're like, oh, I know the Guilty. matchup's not great against Tampa, but he's Bijan. You're going to start him. And how many points did he score for you today? Point three. Yeah. So apparently Bijan had, had an illness or a headache or it was something. a headache. It was a headache. Yeah. He had a migraine. We'll say it's a migraine. If it sounds better, if it's a migraine, you know, like the, the yeah. who was that? Shannon Sharp that that suffered from all that? Um, or Stur- yeah. Sterling yeah. Sharp had, yeah. Sterling Sharp. His brother did, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know some people suffer from migraines. Hey, maybe that's what's going on. You know, he's still yeah. very young. Um, obviously we won't know. Doesn't a full seem to diagnosis. be a history of it, at least. So no, no, nothing like that. You know, maybe he was hung over. Who knows? I mean, like, yeah, but it, it sucks to see when he's not on an injury report, he's active for the game, so you don't oh, have any line 100%. of sight. And they you start him bad. and you're like, oh. Arthur and it could have been something say, that just came on. Who knows? 
Yeah, Arthur Smith did say that he was gonna he was gonna be ready to go. He walked by Bijan, tapped him on the shoulder, said, "We'll get you ready. You'll be out there for for a week eight. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. It's, a, like, it's it, an anomaly, but it sucks. Yeah, it really sucked uh, yeah. for everybody that had Bijan that played him, uh, like myself. And I'm probably I'm sure if you have shares, you probably played him too. I do not. I I'm, I'm, uh, I am well. I mean, I have one no league Bichon that I'm stuck. For me. Scott Fishbowl. I'm stuck playing. Um, Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier, which didn't really help too much. Yeah. Um, some matchups it, it it works and some doesn't. I faced someone in a league that had Bijan, DK, and some other injured player, and I was like, "Well, that's a win this week." Did they even change? Did they even change? Um, they didn't swap DK, DK out. Uh, DK was the last. Bijan uh, was in the starting lineup. So yeah, last time mm-hmm. I checked, their projected points were like forty. And my Ooh. projected points were like 145. So, ouch. Yeah, and that I gotta tell you. Redraft note, usually with redraft leagues, with defenses, I stream defenses. I've had the Kansas City Chiefs defense in my lineup every single week this year. Doesn't matter with the matchup. They're good. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, kind of a nice luxury to have because I usually just stream who's ever got the best matchup. But, man, Kansas City's been solid, even against good offensive yeah. teams. So. I try to land one. Like San Francisco, you can't go wrong with it. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, or I like just, a, well, I've been riding San Francisco. <laughs> I have one dynasty league that we keep a defense and we play a defense every week. San Francisco is yep. my defense. And then yep. I'll just drop a waiver bum when I need another one or I'll, I'll take the dud. I don't care. Yep. I'm not dropping San Francisco's defense. Set it and forget it. Absolutely. Exactly. And speaking about setting it and forgetting it, you know what you should do? You need you want to you want to get your trophy now while it's week 7 of the season. Get the trophy, secure the trophy. Get the plaque made up the week the champion wins it and get him that trophy. And the easiest way to do that is to go on Trophy Smack. No matter if you play football, hockey, basketball, baseball season just wrapped up for fantasy. Doesn't matter what you do. Everything is on there. Everything can be completely customizable. James has his chef belt, which is awesome. He loves it. Yep. Trophy Smack has the right trophy for you. Use code DHH ring. Get a free $60 championship ring with the purchase of a trophy or a belt. They also have stuff for the losers of your league because we always want to reward those guys that are just terrible because that's part of the fun is be like, dude, your team sucked so bad. Here's a toilet seat (laughs) you can wear around your head that says, I'm a loser. Or if there's a fantasy football uh, loser punishment, they have stuff on there for that as well. So just a cornucopia of awesome products on Trophy Smack. So once again, go on trophysmack.com. Use code DHHRING today. Get that free $60 championship ring with your purchase of a trophy or a belt. Keep it for yourself. Give it to your high score. Propose with it. I don't care what you do with it. Just use code DHHRing. That's what matters. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some week seven. James, why don't you kick us off with some of your an observation from week seven, and then I'll piggyback and we'll talk. Um. Well, let's start with, with, uh, you know, with the home team. I mean, I, I would love to uh, just talk about my Giants all day and how Tyrod Taylor is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. and um, how our defense is starting to come alive. You know, that 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 contributed to the downfall of the Washington Commanders today, which was a total upset on my side of things because, you know, mm-hmm. I am team Sam Howell. I have been, you know, I've been banging the drum for that kid yep. s- since we got him in the fifth round, Doug. And that's what I'm going to say. And I'm going to keep saying it until he's top 10. Um, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, you know, he had a bad week against the Giants defense that really shoved Washington's offensive line around uh, Brian Robinson, only eight carries, 23 yards. He did fall into the end zone. Um, I did have a prop bet for any anytime touchdown. So I was happy that happened. Um, but 
Washington didn't look good. They had to pass the ball a lot. McLaurin, okay, saved his day. I think Curtis Samuel got banged up a little bit in this one. Mm-hmm. He did Yeah, return. McLaurin came on late because he was sitting on a bagel for a bit. But and the then big, he got cooking in the fourth quarter. The big news, Doug, it's mm-hmm. tight end day. Darren freaking Waller scores his first touchdown of the season. Busted out today. Seven for 98 on eight targets. Like, yay. He's finally doing what he's doing. Yay. They're what they he's what they sold us on before the season kicked off when he was gonna you know, be. I feel you know, like the old guy in the in the uh the iPhone 15 commercial where he's sitting there at the birthday party and he wants for his birthday, he wants an Apple iPhone. Like I've wanted Darren Waller to score a touchdown this year over and over again. The targets are going to be there. Mm-hmm. And this may be the point going down the stretch where if you are competing, he's not a bad option. And you might be able to get him, oh, maybe not after today, as a buy low candidate. Are you worried about his production when Daniel Jones comes back? Yes. That's my concern. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah. I'm also worried about like it looks like Jalen Hyatt, who's playing more and more snaps. And in the opportunities that he has, he's looking good. He's creating separation. Um, he, he had a really nice catch today. He had a big and, bomb today. Five targets. He caught two balls. Seven. Yeah, one of I them mean, was a big Tyrod, one. Tyrod Taylor is, a, is a, a gifted deep ball passer. Daniel Jones, not so much. But, you know, I'm thinking that Jalen Hyatt, because he's getting a more predominant role in the offense, is a player that, um, you know, I was able to acquire him in a trade a few weeks ago when he wasn't doing anything for Josh Kelly, like straight up. Um, and I was like, yeah, give me Jalen Hyatt. Like the kid won the Bolitnikoff doesn't mean he's going to be the bee's knees no. slipped in the NFL draft, but I was like, he's you know a smart what player he's, though, he's got upside and he's looked good um, when he's had opportunities. He's On looking the other good side, dissecting when he's using his crossing routes. He's really getting separation in the middle behind the linebacker. And I think that's going to be a plus thing moving forward as well, because they need someone at the second level crossing. They have Waller, Waller at the at the immediate level. Yeah, they have one dollar. They don't have anybody to break it open and and do Darius that. Darius Slayton used to be that guy, and he's probably still capable. But he's a perimeter guy. He's running more post than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, about, I I think I'm I'm excited about Jalen Hounds Hyatt's so future for, if we can find a quarterback. Right. So for Washington, I thought it was interesting that uh, Chris Rodriguez led the team in rushing today. It wasn't Brian Robinson. It wasn't Antonio Gibson. Rodriguez that got a lot of opportunities. So for me, that's a situation to keep an eye on. I don't don't, don't believe I there was any... Gib- Gibson's dead. Antonio Gibson's I would like to see him get moved dead. at the trade deadline. He is one guy, like, I would love to see him go to a team like the Patriots that could use a pass catching back that's got some size. He would be a good fit there. I don't know that the Pats are going to be in buy mode. Maybe after they won against the Bills, they're going to be all like, oh, we can do this. No, I think he'd can. be good in, in uh, Kansas City as well. He would be good in a lot of spaces. Um, you know, I just think that they've always kind of not used him the way we wanted them to. So go to yeah, the Chargers. What do they need? Someone that can catch the ball behind Austin Eckler. And Austin Eckler had a very, very bad day today. Two but two weeks in a row, Austin Eckler's been not great. But yeah. Gibson would fit in well in that offense. I would like to see him get moved at the deadline to a to a team, maybe even like a Dallas. I know it's in the yeah. division. Yeah. Probably wouldn't happen. Because, yeah. I mean, outside of Paula, they have Dowdle, who's been nice, but like, yeah. Um, but yeah, keep an eye on the the distribution of uh, running back snaps for Washington, because I thought it was interesting that the rookie um, got some decent amount of work today. So, All right. Well, we talked about my win. Let's talk about your win today. 
Yeah, so I mean, the Patriots upset the Bills, probably the biggest shocker of the day across the NFL. Oh yeah, they, they almost gave it away. That you know, the Patriots were up early, and then the Bills climbed back, and then um, yeah, and then the Pats pulled it out. So Mike Gesicki with the game-winning touchdown on tight end day, his awful version of the gritty was on full display. Um, <laughs> for fantasy purposes, there's not much to like about the Patriots, right? I mean, Kendrick Bourne can be a steady piece. He's their wide receiver one. Yes, Mario Douglas. To. Demario Sneaky. Douglas Sneaky. is is the juice in that offense. He's the slot guy that can make things happen. He's got yards after the catch ability. He made a couple of great hands grabs today, um, and he looked good. Devontae Parker, to me, cooked. Juju's cooked. Like, it's Kendrick Bourne. It's Hunter Henry. It's Demario Douglas. Now, none of those guys excite me on a week-to-week basis. Um, Ramondre looks like he's getting healthier. I think it's been a health thing with Ramondre, plus the line stinks. So I don't want to talk too much about the Patriots offense because we know what it is. It's not great for fantasy. There's nothing that's going to get the needle moving. There's Zeke nothing. Zeke stole his touchdown. Tyquan Thornton's not a thing. Like, forget nope. about it. He's but done. on the other side, the Bills. Cooking so it up, we, baby. So we all know Cook that the Patriots tend to shut down the number one receiver. They shut down Tyreek Hill. They shut down Devontae Adams. Diggs got a touchdown, but he had to work his ass off for it. And it was like a weird play where he wasn't down and got up. So mm-hmm. that was cool. But he didn't have a ton of volume. Gabe Davis didn't do anything. I'm so I've been so Crickets. out on Gabe Davis. I can't stand him. I'm not out on Gabe Davis. It's so just that he's the so receiver out. that he's not going to show up every week. He is a boom show up or every bust once a month. We want like the people that like Gabe Davis, and I'm one our of those people. people. Uh, our best ball people. Yeah, he's great for best ball. Um, <laughs> he is. But he is. He's probably like the number one best ball candidate. Um, but mm-hmm. we want him to be that second wide receiver in that offense that consistent second wide receiver and we just don't get it on a regular basis and it mm-hmm. seemed like they knew that the patriots were trying to take away their passing game you saw it with a they lot of passes, check downs they relied on the tight ends they relied on james cook you know uh he had three targets through stuff she had he took one for a touchdown first receiving touchdown of the season for james mm-hmm. cook love to see it finally get going he had 13 carries 56 yards like that's something good. I I thought that the Bills were going to blow the doors off the off the Pats. No offense. No, so did I. Yeah. Um, but I I I like the progression of James Cook in the offense. I don't like the fact that Gabe Davis is on five targets gets one for six yards. Uh, yeah. It's just not acceptable. I mean, Dalton Kincaid played well today. He kind of had his like breakout-ish game, and I think yeah. that was more along along the lines of that the that the Patriots were going to shut down Diggs. And they were going to force the tight ends and the running backs to beat them. Um, so I wouldn't expect this kind of performance every week from Kincaid. I mean, Knox did have a touchdown that was called back on a penalty. And they still targeted Knox pretty decently. So for me, um, I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, here's the breakout for Kincaid. I'm not on that. I'm mm-hmm. not on that yet. I think it was very game game uh, plan dependent. So yeah. for me, it's exciting to see him have a good game. Because, you know, we we this rookie tight end class with Laporta, Michael Mayer starting to come on. Luke, Luke Musgraves flashed a little bit. Um, and now we see Kincaid, who was the number one tight end off the board in our dynasty drafts. Um, so he's, you know, we see this game and it's like, all right, maybe we're on to something. And we could be, but I, I think it's more, more game plan dependent than it was. Like he's going to be a steady target guy from week to week. But I did like what I saw out of James Cook today in, uh, because his snap share has been up and down. Yeah, he's the most bit. talented running back they have. So stop messing around. Stop messing around with Latavius Murray. And just give James Cook whatever you can give him because he's yeah, the he one got a lot got of work. I mean, he's got a tough matchup next week against Tampa Bay, but that uh, you shouldn't shy away from him. Nope. I mean, 
Agreed. Yeah. What else you got, James? Um, let's make fun of Tyler's team. That's easy enough. Uh, Ritter, terrible. Three fumbles. Like throw a them costly out. one too. Um, it if you, if you're not in a, a super flex league that has like bonuses for first downs and stuff like that, then start looking to dump off Ritter. Ritter like, did okay this, in Scott Fishbowl at least. He, yeah, he does well. I have him in Scott Fishbowl. He, <laughs> so you know, he put up like 25 points or something week. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he did well last week too, which is crazy. But yeah, on the other side of things, he the offense seems to be opening it up, opening up a little bit more, They're a lot more a lot passes. More. Yeah, uh, Drake London, six catches today. He's consistent. Bang I'm just drum. glad he's healthy after that. Kyle Pitts, another good flip. day. Three three receptions for 47. Actually looked like a tight end. F- running from the tight end position on the field, with, which he needs to because the linebackers, and they can't stop him. Once he makes that cut to the outside, like, see ya. It should be, it should be the such free square of their offense. Should be. Yeah, uh, I mean... Arthur Smith is going to continue to play Arthur Smith football. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you know, you can't do anything about Bijan today. I don't know. No, you can't. No, you can't. I agree with that 100%. Um, I thought it was interesting today watching the, the Bears game. I had a friend of mine. He's like, oh, should I start Gus Edwards or Dante Foreman? I and said I was like, Deontay should... Foreman this morning. I, I said you should start Gus Edwards because that's the better offense. Chase the points. I don't know that the Bears with Tyson Badgett are even going to score points. Deontay Foreman has three touchdowns. <laughs> Luckily, Gus Edwards had himself a good game as well. And, and it didn't cost him the matchup. So I didn't feel I didn't feel too bad. But I just it's wild to me that the, the running back position in 2023 is you got guys that, you know, your Royce Freeman's, Darrell Henderson's, who are free agents in deep dynasty leagues get picked up and, and they're and they're playing snaps. You have Dante Foreman, who was inactive for the first handful of weeks. Now he's the RB1 on the week because there's been no running backs over 100 yards so far this week, which is Blows my mind when that happens because I remember oh, watching. Nope, nope, nope. Kenneth Walker had over 100. Oh, he did. That's right. He went over 100 late in that game. So there was First one. First time this season. Yeah. So there was one. Um, but I remember back in the day when it would be multiple, you'd have five, six, seven running backs over 100 yards. And man, this running back position is wild because you've got guys that were left for dead like Dante Foreman winning you your week. And it just goes to show that like if you have running back depth on your rosters, those guys are seeing snaps. You know, you're looking at Demarcado. Keontae Ingram was a guy that had snaps last week. Now he doesn't yeah, play at all this week. Bagel killed me today and killed everybody that I told this morning to play him. I'm so mad at myself. Yeah, so Ingram doesn't do anything. But these are guys that have like they've gone from like nothing to all of a sudden. Like Savan Ahmed, I picked up in Dynasty Leagues. He scored a touchdown yeah. last week. Like it is wild to me that this is where the running back position is. It's so the it, running back market. It really is. It's so, the I mean, NFL so it is... market affecting fantasy football. <laughs> You yeah, heard it so, here first. So, so Deontay Foreman scoring three touchdowns was great, obviously because he has a great story of tearing his Achilles, being able to come back and being being a good NFL player, which is what you want to see. But Tyson Badgen didn't look bad today; like no. he did not. He like, looked he made like some solid throws. Like didn't make too many mistakes. No mistakes. Yeah, none. I mean, he made uh, a couple looked, bad reads, but like he, he didn't turn looked, the ball over. No, he looked like he did not turn the ball over. And you're right; he did make a couple bad rookie looks. That'll happen. It'll happen, but he looked more like the preseason badgeant that we saw, and I think it will continue until it comes back. He looked a little bit more comfortable, started hitting DJ Moore. I had my doubts about him getting production with Badgen at the helm. Um, it looks like you're gonna be safe. You're gonna you're gonna ride DJ Moore's floor until mm-hmm. Fields comes back. 
and yep. you shouldn't have a problem. So DJ Moore right now, he could be a you try to buy possibly. Yeah, people uh, won't forget that that game a couple weeks ago though. That's going to be the hard part. Because yeah, they know the, like what his ceiling the is. The big 56 pointer. Yeah, yeah, it's posted yeah. right there on his <laughs> uh Cole Komet, for, however, forgot that it was National Tight Ends Day and uh, <laughs> Cole, did not catch a pass. So <laughs> Cole, thanks a lot, buddy. I appreciate you. Not so much. And the Raiders Mercedes man, Lewis caught a pass. Raiders, bad. <laughs> bad. I can't believe the Raiders today beat the Patriots last week and the Patriots beat the Bills. This is why the NFL is so intriguing. Any because given it's Sunday, a week to week season, like any given any Sunday. Given absolutely i don't want to talk anything about the raiders other than brian hoyer can't throws two interceptions aiden o'connell comes in like oh it was josh jacobs can't get it going against the bears defense it's not very good you know that's a player that like is just bye the next time yeah i yes and no he's one of the few bell cow guys in the league there's no one else how long doesn't matter he's a running back if he's what 25 years old you acquire him, you get two years out of him. That's that's good. I mean, so he'll probably be on a different team next year. Competing uh, investment there. Yeah. Next the rest week, of the, the rest Detroit. of the season schedule for for uh, Las Vegas isn't bad at all. I think it's it opens up pretty nicely. Eleven for thirty five today. You think we could buy Jacobs on the dud? Probably. I mean, it's not what like he's paying? done a ton. Um, early second. I would That's, offer I think, as high second. as I go. I would offer early second and maybe a player a of first. Yeah, maybe a younger, intriguing a... player, but nothing crazy. I know most people would be like, I want a first. And I'd be like, mm. I'm not paying a first for many running backs. Period. Does a second and 2-2 Atwell get it done? I would. Yeah, uh, I, yeah maybe. That's close. I mean, Atwell that kind, kind of, of player, like a, that touchdown You know, today, like a so wide receiver five with a little hype from the touchdown. He's had yeah, a good maybe. season so far. Maybe. I, I don't know if it gets done for the, the Jacobs owner unless they are totally out of it already. Yeah, but if they're frustrated, they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Sure. Hmm. All right, James, what's next? What do you got? Um, Did we touch on Cleveland yet? Mm-mm. No? Yeah, let's talk We did about a little it. bit in the open with P.J. Walker, but that was about it. Right, so Jerome Ford had a huge opening play. slam, <laughs> bam, play. play. He had a big play. He had a huge play. And then yeah. the rest of the time, he he like rushed for like a yard and a half. Yeah, he was in the medical <laughs> the other ten. Carries he was in the medical ten late in the game and did not return. I missed that one. He, uh, yeah, he is apparently it's a high ankle sprain. That's why we saw Kareem Hunt, even though he was banged up, come in. Yeah, we saw Pierre Strong too. Pierre Strong actually looked pretty tough, uh, pretty strong behind that line. Pretty French, uh, pretty strong. He, Pierre Strong. He did have one run that I think it was like fifteen yard run that was actually really nice. Yeah. Um, but Kareem Hunt obviously gets lucky and punches two down towards the goal line. I'm liking Kareem Hunt back in this offense. Especially if uh, with a high ankle sprain, we know that that's going to be a multiple week injury. And the 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 pass play action from Deshaun Watson, it's almost like Stefanski when he left the Vikings and came over to Cleveland. Like he missed that dump down wide receiver. He misses him. Mm-hmm. He needs him. I think he's better off with a big bruising back. Yeah. Like Kareem Hunt. I mean, Ford's a pretty physical guy too, but he's been oh, he's yeah. been getting dinged up pretty regularly. So um, the rece- the passing game today was was just uh Amari Cooper not even almost, it was a dud. Um, yeah. Elijah Moore, yeah. On Donovan the other Peoples side, Jones though, has been on a milk carton all year. A weak winner Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Can we talk about that? Yeah, man. 
I, I got a back, fun story. Dude. I got a fun story Minshew for you. Mania is back. In a league that we're in, uh, someone says to me, hey, you have Gardner Minshew. Would you be open to trading him? And I said, of course I'd be willing to trade Gardner Minshew. So we were talking back and forth. Couldn't get players to line up. And I said, hey, final offer. Give me a 2025 third. This is a super flex league for Gardner okay. Minshew. He's like, I can't do it. Draft capital. It's only for four games. This is before Richardson was out for the year. Mm-hmm. Part of me wants to go in and, and send him now for, he doesn't have a 2024 second, but now the price is a 2025 second because he's going to be the quarterback for the rest of the year. And mm-hmm. he puts up points in this league. But at the same point, I have his first round pick in this league and I don't want to make him any better. So yeah, no. no, no, I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted. Yeah, that's what, hey, that's what happens. But I mean, Gardner Minshew is going to be great for Josh Downs in matchups where the cornerbacks are slow and old, like Greg Newsom. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Josh Downs. Downs has been consistently good now. Pittman looking consistently good. Consistently he saved his targeted. day with that big play. Yeah, with the touchdown. Yes, yeah. he did. Because he was having a Terry McLaurin-esque game until the fourth quarter, and then he had that big <laughs> one. And you're like, oh, he's got 15 points. He's good. But yeah, like, yeah. no, it wasn't It wasn't a steady 15 points. It was like he had 1.3 points, and then he had 15 points. Oh, update. Tyree Kill just scored another touchdown out of that little chink to his belt. Yeah, he's pretty but, good. Uh, um, yeah, Josh Downs was impressive. I like him spreading the field. We talked about him in the offseason. He's really starting to come alive. He's up and down, boom or bust. But I think he starts to get more consistent as he gets more comfortable with Gardner Minshew. We see the path now in the last two games eight targets week six six targets today with five of the catches for 125 had a big one busted it up yeah um i don't know if it continues next week against new orleans but you know what i said the same damn thing when he did it against jacksonville i said i don't think it continues against cleveland so let's see it happen i want to see the real breakout and watch him he's currently what before this week started wide receiver 47 on the year I think he could be a mid to high range. Well, yeah, he's a wide receiver four right now, right? So yeah, yeah. he, he was can the... get into the next wide receiver three category before the end of the season. And it's still, well, after this game, you just might have missed your chance to buy. Yeah, Josh Downs was the one player who I went into the draft process of being like, I want to leave drafts with Josh Downs. And then the hype got really high. And then I wasn't able to leave any drafts with Josh Downs. I was I was typically trading up to get Laporta in the second round, so I was never able to get Downs. Um but I wanted him and I actually picked him up. Someone dropped him in Scott Fishbowl like after the first couple of weeks I picked him up. Um and that's been a savior for me in SFB. So uh, I love that Josh Downs is doing things and I've always been a fan of Michael Pittman. But yeah, I, you know what I look at in this game is they're still using Zach Moss a decent amount, but Jonathan I was Taylor I about to mention that. Jonathan they, Taylor they split even his, today. is looking like he's ramping up to be Jonathan Taylor again. He scores yep. a touchdown in this one. You know, he has a, a couple nice catches out of the backfield, has a long run. I was like, all right, you can see the steam starting Building. to build up for the oh, train yeah. to get going. And uh, so Jonathan Taylor, if you bought when there was the whole contract negotiation holdout, like James did, you, Ooh, it makes me, you're, you're it going like me this. Goosebumps. It you're going like, oh, the, the, such the, a good move. The neutrons in my body are just, it's like you take a warm shot and it gives you the warm fuzzies. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's what that feels like every yeah, time. Obtaining you bring up that Jonathan trade. Taylor on the low is looking like a good move because he's the Frank train is coming and it's um he's only going to start to get better and better and better. And we're seeing it every single week. So, I mean, we saw Shane Steichen and what he did with the uh, offense in Philadelphia and he's tar- starting to take that. You give him a weapon like Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. 
and even Gardner Minshew, who knows how to run an offense, and he's not the most accurate passer. He's a little bit of a gunslinger, but he knows how to work and and open things up for the not just the, the wide receivers, but the running back as well. And it's going to be an integral part moving down the down the stretch of the season. I I I'm here for it with Jonathan Taylor. He definitely outproduced Zach Moss on the fantasy scale today, um, even though they matched up game wise with uh, carries and touches. Yep. I want to talk about the Ravens because I think they've been one of the more frustrating teams from a fantasy perspective up until this point. Up until today, and they if look the damn Ravens, good today. If the Ravens can play like that yep. on a weekly basis, then your Mark Andrews, your Lamar Jacksons of the world, Zay Flowers, they are going to be consistent as all get out throughout the season and potential league winners for you if they can play like that every week. That's my problem is that they've been inconsistent. Now, now maybe it's just a bunch of weeks that they've had to have with the new OC and that maybe they finally figured it out because the lions came in arguably the hottest team in the NFL. Everybody's talking about the lions. They're number one in the NFC da, 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 after the Eagles lost and the lions, they lied down in this one. They got down early. <laughs> I know Jameer Gibbs scored a touchdown. It was he late. Looks and good. They, and he looks it, good. It was late, and the Ravens weren't trying all that hard, but he did look good. He looked fast, which is great. Great for fantasy purposes. The receiving end of things was really nice to see start to come alive. Yeah. We um, missed that. So with the Ravens, for me, Lamar looked great. Zay looked great. Odell Beckham Jr. still, to me, is whatever. Five um, for 49. Not bad. I know. He. Just, I don't know. There's just something. He, it looks like he's lost the, uh, that step. That's all. Um, for the Lions... You know, golf on the road is always a risky play. You always want to play golf at home because that's where he shines. Um, so he was a risky play, but you probably didn't. I had him in a league where I have Burrow. Burrow's on a bye. Have to start golf. It is what it is. Um, I'm a little worried. I'm not worried about Amon Ross St. Brown and his stat line today. You know, he had a ton. He had double-digit catches. Yeah. I'm worried that, like, he just looks like he's banged up. Like I I'm nervous that he's going to get hurt the way yeah. he was taking shots today. Yes, he was getting... Pummeled when they're the running the play, the he looks fine. But when the play's over, he's got old man energy. <laughs> like he's just yeah, like, yeah. When he gets like after he gets hit, he's like, ooh, my back. Yeah, yeah. And then so. and then I, like I see him start to unfold his body out of the pretzel that he got put in, and then I'm like, oh, okay, he's still okay. Yeah. But he's he's a he's a top ten wide receiver oh. always now. Nineteen targets today. I mean, a little that's concerned not going to stop. I'm a little concerned with Jamison Williams. They're down multiple scores overly concerned he can't catch a ball he dropped he, those last passes. week last it week wasn't he on that deep one nicely but this week that should they, be a game where they're they're behind and they want to be slinging it and they weren't goff should have had at least two touchdowns in this game all right mm -hmm. both to jameson williams one in the first quarter when he had jameson williams wide open and jameson williams just went over the wrong shoulder he missed it and then the, the other one and later in the in the game where he was right there in the end zone and he's dropped the ball. So, yeah, I'm he's, hoping it's he's just not a 50, he 50 guy. He's like a I'm, 25, 75 guy. Yeah. Right I'm now. hoping it's just because he hasn't played a lot of NFL football, but I'm starting to be a little concerned. You're concerned if you paid a first for him. I mean, and you did like, you yeah. weren't getting Jameson in the second, like in no. drafts, he was going you, in the first, if you bought a little bit off of, off of his suspension or you're, you're in a, uh, like a startup this season, like that, that's where I He's can see the kind where you of guy got where it's kind of on, where on someone's like, Oh, it's a buy low. And I'm like, no, it's like Quentin Johnston. People are like, Oh, buy low on Quentin Johnston. And I'm like, no, 
buy low like or just I leave it alone. <laughs> like I, I don't want that. Like, no, I don't want that. Like, I'm not going to give up a second for Quentin Johnson. I don't care where the second is. Like, I just don't, I don't see it. And like, maybe that. <laughs> and then you see Josh Palmer, ass. what he can do. Like, <laughs> I, as you know, I, yeah. I love Josh Palmer. I've loved Great him for segue. a long time. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> Let's I love take Josh it. Palmer. Uh, Keenan Allen, where were you today? I needed you, buddy. Oh, I needed, I needed you, you so bad. I thought he was going to smash. As did I. But yeah, Josh Palmer is the clear-cut number two pass catcher in that offense with Mike Williams out for the year. Yes. Quentin Johnson ain't it. He nope. ain't. Nope. Two targets. Sorry. One reception for 20 bucks. 20, How many targets did he bucks. have last week? One? Did he uh, have one target last week? I let me double one. check. Let me just check. Yeah, uh, it was he not had two. Good. He did not catch any balls. I'm not buying that. I'm sorry. If Mike Williams goes down with an injury, that's Quentin Johnson's time to shine. It's been he multiple has, games. He hasn't done anything. He's played six games. He's caught seven balls. Get out of here. I'm not, That's if, not if a rookie that to, I want to invest in. If you listen in. to any podcast and they say, buy Quentin Johnson low, spend a second, don't fucking do it. It's an, <laughs> you're an idiot. Who was the player? Oh, uh, was it? Go man. buy Josh Palmer for a third. Who do was the Steeler? Who was the Steeler that was the burning bot, uh, pile Chase of trash? Oh. No, 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 no. Deeper. Go go later. Oh, man. Marcus, Marcus Wheaton, how far are we going back? <laughs> Pretty far. Burning pile of trash. A Steeler receiver. Plasco Burris. Fire. Ah, uh, well, never mind, because it's not coming to me. Okay. Just I a few years ago, name. maybe. Martavis Bennett or something like Martavis that. Martavis Bryant. Bryant. I know that man. Yeah. Alien. Yeah. At least he flashed and had good NFL games. Yeah. Dumpster fire, though. Quentin Johnson can't even do half of what Martavis Bryant did. And don't it's not because of opportunity. And that's what scares me. Like, right. if it was opportunity and like he didn't have a chance to get on the field, Mike Williams is out there, yada, yada, yada. No, you know what got, the Chargers should have done? He's got Instead Josh of, Paul. They, yeah, they shouldn't have went and got Quentin Johnston. They should have no, they they drafted freaking Marvin Mims. That fits the offense better than Quentin Johnston does. Think about it. Speed down the field. Who, who has speed down the field on this team, on the Chargers? The answer is freaking nobody because Quentin Johnston can't separate. Or at least I haven't seen him do it. He didn't do it in college either. Done. That's my He's soapbox. He's just a big guy against smaller cornerbacks yes, in college. That is my soapbox for Quentin Johnson. I... TCU receivers, Doug. Have Don't we not learned our lesson yet? Baylor and TCU, just stay away. Just stay away from Tyquan Thornton, stay away. Quentin Johnson, stay away. Jalen Rager, stay away. Stay away. <laughs> like... Get him out of here. Get him out of here. What about the Chiefs, though? Travis Kelsey, tight end day. Tight end day. Tight end day. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was the he was the one-man show over there. Uh, Sky Moore, still <laughs> another another dud uh, oh, from Sky Moore. I, I think I'm done. About a little bit I had that like, feeling today during the game, and I see Sky Moore run a post route, and Patrick Mahomes overthrew him by, like, five yards. And I'm thinking, I'm like, he didn't overthrow him. He's slow and he's he not totally big. gave up on the route and thought that the ball was not coming to him. Like you could see it. He's not fast. He's not turning around. I'm so disappointed in myself and my faith in this player and the investment that I paid for sky Moore. It was one Oh nine usually. Yeah. And, and mm -hmm. if you were lucky and maybe in a, in a 10 team league, you, you got him at the beginning of the second, but you were, you he were a top 12 pick. You were duped. It's because we we have it's the same thing when Clyde Edwards Hilaire was a rookie. 
They got drafted by the Chiefs. Our hopes look terrible sky today, high. by the way. Yeah, Glad our our hopes are sky high. You know what? The only reliable pass catcher outside of Travis Kelsey in this offense. Do you know who it is, James? Rashi Rice. It's Rashi Rice. Yeah, the only good one. I got one. it. I got it. MVS had a good game today too, he, but well, yeah, for the he first finally time came in back month. alive. He came like, out of yeah, the coffin no. for Halloween. But, but Patrick Mahomes is looking Rashi Rice's way. Yes, in the red zone. Rashi Rice is the guy. And he's reliable. If you can get him, go get him. Go he's get reliable. him. You, can, you might still be able to get him. Get him before he plays Denver, please. Next week, go out and go <laughs> out and try Kelsey to acquire. To drop a I mean, I'm, I'm okay week. with paying a second round pick right now for Rashi Rice. Do you, do you want to see? Do you want to hear Tyler? Get 2024 triggered, even though he's not here? second round pick James. for Rashi Rice. James. Would you say no, James? Do you want to hear Tyler get triggered even though he's not here? You'll hear it all the way in New Jersey. Yeah, sure. I made a trade with Tyler <laughs> two and a half weeks ago. He came to me. He's like, I need a quarterback. I said, okay. He's like, what's the price on Garoppolo? I said, I don't know. Make me an offer. He offers me a 2024 third in Rashi Rice for Garoppolo. And I hit accept very quickly because I was like, I want to get out from under Garoppolo because he's always hurt. And then guess who gets hurt right after I trade him? Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) And I got Rashi Rice chilling on my taxi. I'm like, yeah, that worked out nicely. So I I don't want to totally like beat up on Tyler, but. No, it's, we can. It's, it's fun. He's not here. He's, Rashi Rice. he's taking it's, a week yeah. off. But hey, Doug, hold on tight and don't sell because the oh, I'm not. the fun train's coming. They've got Denver, Miami, Philly, Vegas. Their next four games. Obviously, there's a week, uh, a buy in there, week yep. 10. But man, the value is going to go up you, on if Rashi he's Rice. Give you 65 yards and a touchdown every other week or more than that. Like, that's great. <laughs> Give me four for 72. I'm okay with that. I'm a low end flex play. Like, that's fine. And I just that's want where, a rookie that's to where gain, his floor is. I We're want a rookie to, see his to gain Patrick Mahomes' trust because that means more than anything else. Because he can't trust Kadarius Tony. He can't trust Sky Moore. He can't right. trust MBS. He can't trust Justin Ross. He likes Justin Watson from time to time, but he's broken. The only person he can trust is Travis Kelsey and Pacheco. And Rashi Rice. And Rashi Apparently, Rice. Because he looked for him it. right in the back of the end zone when he, he needed it. So give me give me the rice of the Rashi on the side, please. Maybe a little bit of butter. You can butter me up and talk to me about it. All oh, right, you James. You can butter any, me up all day on that. And, one. Any, uh, you got any more thoughts before we uh, put this thing to Um, No, not really. Okay. We talked about most of the games. Did we talk about all the games? We Except didn't talk Jacksonville Steelers, to Rams New Orleans. Much. And That's we didn't, fine. well, the, the Puka Nakua just keep banging the drum. The Jalen Warren, the Jalen Warren. Yo, all right. So anybody that thinks that Najee Harris had a good football game today, he did not. Didn't watch. (laughs) He did not. And this is why I I wanted to watch this game. I wanted to see the usage of Jalen Warren and what got the juice, man. With six carries, he literally pretty much outsnapped Najee Harris somehow, some way. I don't care what it was. I don't know what the snap share was, but the eye eye test. He definitely outsnapped him. He looked like the better back. Najee could not move a pile. He was lucky to get into the end zone the last second of the game. Like this was not. I'm 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 it's off week of Najee seven. Harris. That was Najee's first so touchdown. bad. Oh yeah, try to sell him off of this one. For the season, Najee actually has a better yard per carry. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I don't fine. go by yard season, per carry. I don't no. go by for the season either. I go for before games at a time, and that's how you should play fantasy. If you're looking to win. Yeah. Jalen Warren's got the juice. Najee volume guy, but 
Nope. I don't ah, see anything the- too much. Oh, it was the comeback game of Deontay Johnson who went right back into uh, full form. But it looked like Pickens might have scored some favor points with Pickett. Yeah, the Pickett while Pickens Deontay Johnson was, was out. Yeah, it was pretty strong today. It looked like he was looking for more, more involved, different kinds of routes, not just stretching the field. Crossing routes were were important. I think if they involve Pickens more in those crossing routes. They're going to be hard. They're going to get a little bit better going down the stretch, but there's nothing compared to what Puka Nakua did on the field. No, and the they ball. still need to get rid of Matt Canada. He's still not a good play caller. But Puka looked great. I mean, the uh, the the Puka types Club, of catches kind of quiet today. A couple yeah, drops. The types of catches that Puka made today were pretty awesome. And the thing that and the thing that's going to keep Puka on the field, we already know that he's going to be the second snapshot. Is that he is so good in the run game as well. He's a willing blocker. And he'll throw himself around. And man, Puka's just—I—he's been the story of the season when it comes to rookies so far. Like Puka is a wide receiver one, and like it's wild to me. I hope but, he just doesn't turn out are. to like uh, Travis Fulgham did. No, like, he's already great. passed that. Yeah, Fulgham so? had like a three three week stretch. All right, all right. No, so he's Puka official is, now. Now we can. Puka we can, is here. He's, he's official. He's sticking stay. around. Yeah, a hundred percent. That is nice. a building block for them, like because the Rams, their roster isn't the most talented. They're going to build around guys like maybe I don't know if they're going to build around Kyron Williams because he's a running back, but you build I, around I Puka, yeah. and you ride that contract. He's on a rookie contract of you know a fourth round pick. Like that's amazing. To get I think that. Darrell Henderson sticks around. What's it? It's his uh, third season. Is this third? No, second? he's like fourth or fifth season. Oh wow, because he was with them. Oh, Darrell Henderson. I'm thinking. No, I'm talking about who's who's injured. Um, Kyron, Kyron Williams. This yeah, is his this is... second year, correct? Or third? Second. Yeah. So I think, I think he may have one year left on his rookie deal. So I yeah, expect I mean, him to, yeah. I expect this offense just to get better. I don't, I don't expect them to, to lose. They actually pieces. start having draft picks again soon. I think. <laughs> yeah. 2025, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, but Zach though. Evans didn't do diddly shit. And nope. You know, it, that just says what it is. It says that he did, did not pick up the offense yet, that he was working with some kind of injury. Tells you that he's, or maybe that he's just and he, not good. They could have used him in this game because he is that kind of downhill running back. So I don't – I'm not too sure about Zach Evans. Sorry. You know, the Rams could have used today as a guy like Cam Akers. So. <laughs> just saying. But that's no, nah, they I have said that during Henderson. the game. He's fine. I said that during the game. I'm like, man, the Rams could use a guy like – that would have been great. Yeah, when Royce uh, Freeman has more r- rushing yards than Najee Harris, who would have thought? What what a world we live in, right? Woofity woof. Hey, we saw Jackson Smith and Jigba break out today with no DK Metcalf in the lineup. That was a pretty easy call for most people. Like JSN scores a touchdown early. Tyler's favorite, Jake Bobo, looks like a real player in the NFL. Like um, it's it's happening. Slowly. The kid's not bad. <laughs> like no, he's not bad. He's not bad at all. There's a wide receiver four on that team. He's been getting targets. He's been making plays like Jake. He's got a funny name, but he's been playing. Uh, he's been playing well. But it was nice to see GSN get the opportunity, get some targets. He looks the part. He was fired up in there. He was. He, it was good to see that because I know a lot of people were like, oh, I drafted him. as the, He hasn't done anything and blah, blah, blah. You know, Tyler Lockett's not going to be there forever. It's going to be the DK Metcalf JSN show here at some point in the near future. So just be patient with JSN. He's clearly a hold or even a buy, not after this game. You should have been I mean, buying Tyler Lockett ago. will will be that receiver, that thorn in your side for the JSN owner until he's gone. Like you knew that going into it. 
Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, they're not going to get that. rid of DK Metcalf. And and it, he, he's going to be a pain in the side because he's one of the healthiest guys in the NFL, Tyler Lockett. Like, he doesn't – he plays almost every single game. He doesn't yep. go out for injury too much. And he's going to be on the field. One last thing I want to talk about because it's sure. something – it's like the steady drumbeat of Jonathan Taylor getting healthier, getting more work, looking better. I'm also mm-hmm. seeing the same thing out of Javante Williams. Javante has looked good. Yes. The last yes. few weeks. Now I know Denver's offense still isn't the best, but Javante almost a hundred yards from scrimmage. He had a couple of ni- really nice runs. Dylan looks, looks good today. Dylan. Yeah. But it looks like Javante's got some of that juice back. There's more pep to his step. He's running strong. He's got good cuts. Like the Javante being a consistent RB two days with RB one upside are coming. I think, um, I think is, you know, Denver's starting to get a little bit better. I'm hopeful for Javante. Um, uh, it's a running back. He was like the RB five in dynasty until, until he tore his ACL. We know it takes time to get back, but I think he's ahead of schedule on where we thought he would be at this point of the season. And uh, Jaleel McLaughlin, that kid, every time he touches the ball, he's just good. He's a good football player. If you got him for free in the off season or early in the season, good for you. If you listen to us um, or you listen to other podcasts that were, that five were all about Jaleel, Jaleel McLaughlin. With the ball in his hands, he's just an electric player. He's him. If they just had a backfield of him and Javante, perfect. Samaje is a nice player, but he's not it. Just in the future, just roll with Javante and Jaleel. The double J's, J squared is what we'll call him. I don't know, but I I like that combo of those two in the future. So I I liked what I saw out of Javante. And then let's add, let's end in the in the Green Bay side of things. Jaden Reed caught a touchdown today. That was not that for was him. a wild that was a wild touchdown catch. Yeah. Like he good hand eye coordination. Yeah, yeah. I I believe it was for Dobbs. Yes, the pass was for Dobbs, and he hit Dobbs' hand. Is that what happened? Uh the That's ball tipped off of Dobbs' hand, deflected, and then Reed kind of like snared it out of the air. Snared it out of the air. Yeah, yeah, for the touchdown. So it was a really nice heads up play, like very good reaction. Time. It's hard to name a wide receiver one on Green Bay. You know, we thought it was going to be Christian Watson. It's, it's not yet. Not necessarily Christian Watson. We can't plant your flag in that yet. Dobbs, week in, week out, is kind of looked like the part, getting more targets in bigger games. I don't know. It's the whole passing situation for the Green Bay Packers is just disgusting I, I, after I Aaron Rodgers left. The Packers, I mean, Aaron Jones came back today after missing some time, and he didn't play a ton, but he looked good when he did. Yeah, I think if Aaron Jones was in this offense the whole time, the passing game would start to look better because A.J. Dillon hasn't been consistent. Aaron Jones is really the the difference maker in that offense. People game plan for Aaron Jones. They don't game Fair. plan for A.J. Dillon. Absolutely so not. when you don't have to game plan for an Aaron Jones, you can focus more on the passing game. And Green Bay has struggled a lot. So I think the consistency, if Aaron Jones comes back and he's healthy, we'll start to see the passing game get better. I mean, obviously losing Bakhtiari for the season two didn't help their offensive line at all. So nope. Love has had some struggles there. But um, And then possibly losing Musgrave will hurt that as well. For sure. Um, you know, Christian Watson, disappointing so far, for sure. He's not the, he's not the alpha yet. Maybe yeah, he'll get there. There is no alpha in this offense. No, there isn't. And I think that they don't have an identity yet, and I think that's their problem. Yeah, they just need more time. They're all young kids. They're you're talking rookies and second year players and Jordan Love first year as a starter. Like the the old school guys are Dylan and Jones. You know, yeah. those are the guys that have been there for a while. Well, I mean, Dylan a, Dylan joined the league when he was twenty eight, so you know. 
Yeah, he just turned 40 yesterday, actually. Yeah, he's yeah, 40th yeah. birthday. Uh, well, that is going to wrap us up this week. Good stuff, oh, James. Oh, wait. Oh, no, we can't leave like this. Raheem Mostert giving us almost a donut right now. Uh, what is he at? Six, Six carries, carries for five, five yards? yards. Yikes. Ouch. Where's Jeff Wilson Jr.? Has anyone seen him? Um, yes, one reception for four yards. He okay. is leading the backfield with fantasy points. He's in the box score. He's in the box. Um, and then Tyreek right. Hill already blowing the doors off nine for nine for <sighs> 82 and a tutty. Let's go, Tyreek Hill on my team. I have him on a team, mom. So. Yeah, I know, but I, I outbid Tyler to get him, you know, so I can win comic book this year. That, that is true. That is true. I, li- I like your attitude. Uh, that is going to wrap us up this week. Before we leave, though, I did want to tell you a little bit about Manscaped. Make sure to go on manscaped.com, use code DHH, save 20%. That is going to get you the lawnmower 4.0 waterproof. It's got a headlight on it, so if you want to trim yourself in the dark, if you're into that kind of thing, have at it. But if it's you fun. do it in the if you do it in the dark, you're not going to nick up your bits because it's safe, clean technology. You'll be good to go. It's got all the stuff in the kit for your ear, your nose, your you want to shave your chest, you want to shave your downstairs. You want I to do shave the arm part. I do my armpits because you know I got the Italian danglies that, that come out when you close your arm and they pop. I don't out. have those. Oh well, you're not Italian, so I'm Greek, I don't expect. But I'm not Italian. Yeah, no. you know, like I, th- I got the hairs that pop out. Yeah, so you, you know, you I got to trim them down. I got the dangly fade with the armpits. Little armpit fade. Uh, comment in the chat says, "WTF? Did I just hear?" So I, I think the armpit danglies might have scared DHHHR. Well, don't be scared of the danglies. Get yourself some manscaped. Yep, exactly. And use code DHH and get all the fun things. You'll get a free T-shirt, a free set of boxer briefs in there as well, as well as cream deodorant, everything you need for the best night of your life for your wife, girlfriend, significant other, partner, whatever you got going on, it's all in the kit, manscaped.com, code DHH. So that is going to wrap us up this week. For week seven, we're on to week eight where there's not as many buys, and there'll be more games, so that'll be beautiful. Uh, Overall, a solid week seven. Scoring still down across the NFL, though. But maybe this game that's going on today, tonight, and then tomorrow's game will help that. I'm, I'm, I'm only hoping. Not George Kittle, though. He can go not do much. Um, I don't, it's not I tight don't, end day tomorrow. I don't need that stress in my life. <laughs> You're it's good. Hawkinson versus Kittle. I'm up by seven. I don't need to lose this. Could you imagine, like, the, the tight end touchdown tight end day ends today, Not does not bleed into Monday, okay. and both of those guys have bad days. For our I'm sake, already up by seven, so I'm here them. for it. I'm yeah, here. yeah. I, I'm playing against Hawkinson. I'm, yeah, I, I don't need all that. All right, so we're putting the bad juju on tight ends on Monday where it's yeah, we're not National it. Tight End Day. All right. It's not National Tight End Day. I'm down for it's it. So once, <laughs> so once again, that'll wrap us up. I've been your host, Doug Eddy. That's my co-host, James Kreese, a.k.a. FF underscore chef. We'll see you next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour.